0: All right, we're on episode three now, Scott. Um, we have a little bit of an issue in our our situation here. We two podcasts. We've named it two different things. It might work. This might work. You, since you're much older, need to make the decision as to what we should do going
1: forward. <laughs> okay, this is embarrassing. That I had I had no idea <clears throat> that uh, I had called it two different things. Um, branding, I think you're kind of known for. Isn't that kind of like one element that's really kind of moved you in the center of the business? financial world. I'm
0: known for branding and just generally being mediocre. I'm okay. five nine. I mean sure. there's no more mediocre height than five nine.
1: Yes. Is there? I think actually you've gotten surpassed I think that was like back in the seventies or eighties. I think most men are like average out about five eleven now.
0: Yeah, I I I'm inadequate. Yeah. So
1: that's why I brought in a special guest today, uh Dan Cummins. Uh how tall are you, Dan? Uh
0: six
1: one you seem yeah. like maybe even Wait, six Wait, you were two. six. Yeah, I'm, I'm
2: between six one and six two. I say six one because I'm not quite six two.
1: That's a very like, uh, small town Idaho way of doing it. Most people would round up. Of, at least, uh, two inches. Like, yeah, you people, would...
2: people do that, that's weird. I, my, uh, my, my sound guy does that where he's like, 5'10". Uh, oh, five ten. I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah. You're five eight tops.
1: Five, yeah, five, at least seven, you're honest, Pete. I do sense that. Yeah. I mean, Pete. I'm every
0: might, bit of five nine.
1: Yeah, every bit of five nine with his shoes on and the lifts. Yeah, <laughs> okay. true. So Dan, uh, this is obviously not the way you want to start a podcast, but what would you go? Would you, would you go with this might work if this is about like basically business epic failure events and someone comes into the pitch and says, well, this, this might work. This or, is how you could have saved it or it might work
2: I, for what I like. This might work hmm. I like the sound of it. Okay. Like, just,
1: but that's just a... I think that's what you liked, right, Pete? Like,
0: I'm not here to take sides with myself. (laughs) I mean, look, if we're here, this is the good idea factory, what we're in right now. And uh, I think Dan just validated my uh, brilliance. It's
2: warmer somehow. This, as opposed to it. I think it can have a negative connotation in some usage, you know, forms where it's like, ugh, it, what's, what, what is it? What's it? Where, like, this just doesn't have any kind of...
1: I think this might work sounds like something that this would be work. a show on NBC, like a this drama, might, like mm-hmm. about 15 ensemble cast, right. you know? Is it's Nick a
0: Cannon th- in it? No, if, he no, wouldn't. Nick Cannon's it. not an. He's
1: not an ensemble player. This is no. a family, a family drama where, yeah,
2: it, it's, mm-hmm. it's 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 not a traditional family. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's everybody has some problems. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it doesn't look good on paper, but this this might work. They might pull it off. Man, you know? that
1: sounds like a much better podcast too.
0: Let's find a, a, an ensemble group mm-hmm. of people who don't fit together, mm-hmm. and it let's do the real world on radio. That's what we want to do. <laughs> Perfect. You be puck. Oh, wow. Puck! People have forgotten about yeah. Puck. He was the yeah. original bad boy of he all of the. He was. He got matched shows. up with Pedro Zamora. May he rest I know, in peace. I,
2: I know. I remember. Yeah, and he was not. He didn't have a lot of kind words about Pedro. No. And then Pedro became a, Puck a big put his, figure.
1: Puck put in an his LB hand. LGBT
2: cute? Yet yeah, what? Yeah.
1: Put his mm-hmm. hand in his peanut butter. You remember that? Oh I don't remember
0: yeah, that. Pedro lost his mind.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Pedro was really nice. Yeah. He was a very like, for the, if I remember correctly, very even tempered, like sweet, nice guy. And Puck, Puck was a loose cannon. What year Did, was that? Do you
0: think?
1: Wait, 1994. <clears throat> ah, yeah.
0: Is that your thing? You know these things. Mid A lot 90s, of them. Mid 90s. Yeah.
1: Let's. Okay, so here we are today. <laughs> um, our subject matter is Netflix is the you know the monster right. of streaming and entertainment. And Dan Cummins. If you don't know who Dan Cummins is, uh, uh, one of my absolute favorite comedians. Uh, Top five. Oh, it's very kind. I mean that. I mean that, not just because you're across the way <laughs> and Joe Rogan uh, didn't show up. So um, also, though, I want to mention that Dan has this podcast called Time Suck. And uh, it was kind of um, a motivator in some ways for doing this for myself. It's, it's different. Uh, Dan, if you've never listened to Time Suck, uh, stop listening to this.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, no, no.
1: Subscribe to Dan's. <laughs> Then time come side. back to ours and let's see if you're still interested. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put that out there now but how would how, what's the 10 second sell on time sec, 20 second?
2: A deep dive on one subject a week, all listeners suggested and you just get a lot of information about history, biographies, true crime, whatever the subject of that week is cults, conspiracies. Uh, but you get it with a lot of irreverent humor, which I think uh, helps learn it. I, I, I can't I, a dry presentation doesn't stick in my no. mind as much as a
0: uh, kind of over the top. Uh, with some comedy. Welcome to my career in finance. Yes. <laughs> oh, we don't talk about that on the show. I just out <laughs> myself. Don't. I I'm don't.
1: all for it. You know. No, I'm not. Okay, so Dan. Um, I'm guessing a lot of people are like, "Why is Dan not more famous than he is?" Sometimes I I talk about it in my act. You know, people about halfway through I mentioned that the audience is all thinking why is this guy not more famous (laughs) and i ask myself a a lot but i never moved to los angeles or new york yeah yeah that does have an impact you did you you moved back Mm -hmm. uh but i'm guessing a lot of people have a tip to make your career go off oh yeah why aren't you on netflix right right where's your special on netflix Mm
2: -hmm. i love those Uh, yeah
1: uh, what's your response to that?
2: Uh, you know, I've never come up with a good one because you mm. get those over the years Where it's like, why aren't you in this? And I'm like, well, you know, that's a thing. I, I, usually that kind of person I, that, that truly is serious about that kind of stuff. Like they think they're bringing me a novel idea <laughs> that I, I don't that's want great. to talk to them any longer anyway. Right. So I just kind of, Oh, Hey, brush it. And then just kind of try to get away from them as soon as possible. Right. You know, uh, or early on it was more family members. Um, uh, sometimes sar- sarcasm sometimes like, you know what, I, that, you know, I'm going to call him up. I'm going to call it the president of showbiz. And uh, he's been waiting <laughs> on a phone call from me anyway for a list of demands. And then we'll see what happens.
1: Who do you think the president of Showbiz is? Uh,
2: maybe like like a, another Baldwin brother we don't know I about. I was
0: just thinking Alec Baldwin when you said that. I think it's because I just watched all the Rose stuff.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What if there's another Baldwin that's yeah. like that no one's talking about? That yeah. He's the real, he doesn't care for Stephen as much.
0: Chet. But, you know, it's he, Chet Baldwin, I believe. Chet.
2: Yes. Definitely Chet Baldwin. Oh, that's, Baldwin. A, that's a more of a power name. Chet Baldwin. Yeah. Or uh, Archibald, I'm trying to think. Ah, wow. Archie's kind of like too slang. I'm trying to think of like a nice yeah. fleet, fleet Baldwin, mm. like a very waspy. You know, that almost sounds like Reed Hastings. Reed Hastings, that's a good name.
1: Yeah, he's the guy that's ahead of uh, Netflix. He is Reed the Hastings. CEO
0: Nice way to put it back on track. Yeah. That was unbelievable.
1: Yeah. The year, that's the best thing you've ever done. Well, I'm finally working with a pro. In the year 2000, get this there were video rental stores basically littering. Do you remember this? Almost every strip mall, you could see there was a video rental store There was a yeah. movie gallery. Yep. Did you have Hastings up by where you were? Yes. Hastings? Haste- I loved of.
2: Hastings. Yeah. Really? I've never heard of that. They
1: were like a more rural one, like family video. But they also, what I liked about
2: Hastings, and it's a bummer because the one by us just closed a year and a half ago. Thankfully, somebody just bought them out and then just reopened it. It's the exact same store, huh. but now it's longer called Hastings, but it would be the videos, the video games, and then books—a lot of books—and then a lot of little chotskis, like the little collectibles from sure. like comic books and stuff. But it was, so I had a lot of different types of media.
1: It was so like it was a really Barnes cool. and Noble, but a lot of times like smaller. Towns and cities didn't have Barnes and Noble. It was like Barnes and Nobles meets Blockbuster,
2: meets Hot Topic. Randomly,
1: there was some. There was some clothing from Spencer Gifts. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. had a lot of variety, but a lot of yeah. This was so 2000, right? You're feeling the 2000 vibe, and so Blockbuster Video is the dominant one, and there was Hollywood Video, which Mm -hmm. was their competitor. And Hollywood's video idea was, we're going to buy the real estate across the street from Blockbuster. So when they're out of the main titles that people want to see the new videos, they'll walk across the street and get it.
0: You know, I call right. this the CVS Walgreens situation. Mm-hmm. There's always a CVS and Walgreens across the street right. from each other. And yeah. a Starbucks and a Starbucks, that's an old ah. joke. <laughs>
2: but but well, you know, the, the Starbucks, Starbucks, I read a book about the, Howard, I think Howard Schultz, wrote or maybe it was called Starbucks. maybe no he, he didn't it was just somebody writing about their business strategy right and it was fascinating with what we're just saying where it's like they figured out early on how important traffic flow was and they had like all of the studies where it's like people will make a right turn yeah you know 83 percent more often than they'll make a left turn so that's why you'll see this numerous starbucks on one uh, busy intersection because it's, it's all catching that right turn traffic and now that i've gotten busier with kids and stuff, i'm like oh i totally get that totally. because there are coffee shops and i was like i gotta go there but i'm like you know what I gotta make a left, and I gotta use a U-turn. No thanks. Yeah, I'll hit the one two blocks later on my right.
1: Uh, today, I earlier I could have used a left turn because I took a right turn and practically hard right. hard uh, slammed right. my car onto a median. Practically, yeah. oh. uh, getting Dan out of the uh, mm-hmm. last place we're at. So, well, so much so, for
0: a bad Uber. But, <laughs> I would
1: like, never. I can't even work. Yeah, for they were left. everywhere.
2: All those video stores, they were all over. you.
1: Yeah, multiple. Yeah. In, yeah, yeah. So th- that's uh-huh. what's going on. It's year two thousand, and uh, Netflix is kind of a niche. Player at the time. Now, Netflix uh, in 2000, there was no streaming. There was no uh, broadband internet or anything like that. Uh, Did anyone, was anyone a member of the uh, Netflix uh, subscription deal Uh, where you would get a DVD that was in like a a little uh, paper wrapper? It was
2: great packaging, the little paper thing, because then you peel the thing off Mm -hmm. and send it right back. Yeah.
1: And they did that purposely because uh, when they started in 1997, it would be way too expensive to send VHS tapes. They were, they weighed too yeah, much yeah. and, but they didn't even put the plastic cover or anything right? because once again, they could slap one stamp on that and send it out. And their bottom line was based on that idea. So in 2000, this is the big deal. This is right. what's going to happen. And, um, it, that's the landscape. And they really, yeah. it, Netflix was just, you know, off to the side. It was, I was on the internet. And you were doing your AOL dial-up to try to even check out one of these movies to have it sent to your house. That took a minute.
2: Right, right.
1: Okay. So 1990, uh, 1986 is when Blockbuster videos kind of takes off. And you're like, well, why did, it, why did it take so long for them? Because VHS tapes were pretty new in the early 80s. Yeah. And so video stores started popping up. And uh, if, I don't know if you know this, Dan. Uh, Peter, right?
0: I, it's peter yes peter
1: peter uh peter Dunn. in well, 1986 was also a year uh that i think of i don't think of blockbuster video i think of a song called sweet freedom by michael mcdonald by, uh, my,
2: my, grammy winner from grammy uh, winner michael mcdonald yes
1: it was part of movie. the
2: running scared mm-hmm, billy crystal right and uh, gregory hines i believe now wh- the first two McDonald, lines mcdonald was in the video for that yes
1: uh, mm-hmm the first two lines you guys are older than me can, can that's you, what I've just realized can, can I, I hear a couple of the first two lines Dan of the uh, Sweet Freedom <laughs> I can you know this is one of those songs
2: where it's um, this is the this it's is the melody the. it's the melody that I always when I hear I'm like ah it jumps back do, 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 do. yeah it doesn't have as catchy as like you know I keep forgetting all that stuff but yeah. it's shine sweet fr-. I can't remember how the, how the melody shine the,
1: sweet freedom oh, yeah. shine light on me boop 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 you are the magic you're right where I want to sorry, be sorry I, I
2: was cutting out there I went so hard.
1: Oh, sweet freedom, freedom <laughs> carry me along. <laughs> we'll keep the spirit alive. Yeah, we'll keep the spirit alive on <laughs> and on. <laughs> there you go. Nineteen eighty six. So
0: Blockbuster yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, had, go movies.
1: had movies. Dead movies. <laughs> this is this will give you an idea of how things now uh, it's fast things work yeah. by one decade later. Blockbuster, which started in 1986, was dominating. They yeah. were like almost 50% yeah. of, of the market. And they didn't go into the smaller markets. They were in the urban cities. Yeah, That's where the Hastings and the Family Videos, they, they went to the more rural areas. Right. At this time, they hire a CEO. His name's John Antioch. Now, why would I bring him up? Well, I'll mention it in a second. John Antioch, pretty successful dude. He uh, was the CEO of Circle K, He was the CEO of Taco Bell. They both had big turnarounds, especially Circle K came out of bankruptcy. And they bring him in. This is a big deal for Blockbuster. At 1997, when they're bringing him in, that's when Netflix begins. Uh, the founders were Reed Hastings okay,
0: okay. and
1: Mark Randolph. Now, Hastings is still the CEO. He's considered a genius. You know this, Peter.
0: I, I do know this.
1: Yeah. He, I, mean, he's, he's the, I mean, he's one of the five guys, you know, like you would name off, you know, be it... Uh, um, I can't think of any of the other four, you know. That guy
0: who makes that the, good. the cars. He's <laughs> Yeah. Lee Coca.
1: Right. Exactly. Ah. All the... Yeah. updated references. We do everything. Warren Buffett. Yeah. Well, he's been around f- since the beginning of the United States. Uh, John Linda
0: Evans. John D. Rockefeller. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: Very much. Yeah. Uh, Carnegie.
0: John Perfect. Ford.
1: <laughs> yes. John Ford, who was the director of Henry Ford's projects. So Hastings is still the CEO today. He's a business genius. Now, who's this Randolph guy? Randolph, uh, from what I can tell from my deep research, I do not have a research team. Like how many people do you have researching for you now? It's
2: mostly just the one guy, but there are. But there was a, a group of students. So we have a four or five that can do peripheral research, yeah. research as well. Wouldn't that be awesome? I can't imagine that. Yeah,
1: you can't imagine because you do no research for this anyway. You just show No, up. I just
0: sit here and You're doing great us. at it. This yeah. is one
1: of your best episodes.
0: Thank you. Switch computers twice. Right. Yep.
1: Uh, Randolph, uh, his job seems to have been he brought his mom's money. Like two and a half million dollars was the initial investment into Netflix. I see uh, Reed Hastings as George Michael and Mark Randolph as uh, Andrew Ridgely of Wham. Yeah. Ah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like okay. he like, okay. what did that what did the Ridgely dude do?
2: And Wham, yeah.
1: Yeah. What was what would be your number one wham song, Peter Dunn? Oh, Wake me know. up before you go, go. Is That's, sort nope. of the no Careless one. Whisper. I'm
2: never going to dance again. Yeah, it's a sexier one. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah.
1: going to go everything she wants. It's kind of an under...
2: Bump,
1: mm. ha, ha, ha. Oh, yeah. Work it,
2: work it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: I didn't Somebody know there was going to be singing today. Oh, yeah. I didn't get I the te- the text. You didn't <laughs> send me a fax or something. So
1: th- that was number four in the note cards. And I think
2: usually you oh. would fax somebody a Wham! request.
0: You absolutely would. Historically,
2: they've mm-hmm. gotten probably more like, hey, man, we're
0: going to be singing Wham!
2: tonight. Do you yeah. think
0: they wore white pants after Labor Day? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think
2: they wore it whenever they wanted. Yeah. They have to. You don't. They, you, you you didn't get to tell George Michael when you got to wear white pants. It's
0: like, oh, I'm going yeah. to Wham! concert September 17th. You show up there in, right. in blue denim. Yeah, yeah.
1: Here's the interesting thing. Yeah. Michael McDonald, never seen him in white pants. Mm-hmm. George Michael, always in white pants. Yeah. Michael McDonald's the king of yacht rock, though. Right. right. Wow, I'm on fire. I am. Th- there's kinetic explosion going on with my references here.
2: <laughs> George Michael was too much of a bad boy to really get the yacht rock. He had like the like the leather jacket. No, no, jackets. no. He's not. He's
1: so not yacht rock. But right. he dressed like he was at a
2: yacht. Yeah. Rock yeah. For, in the Wham days. Yeah.
1: For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Then he changed. Then he went into solo. The, then he was. Then he was a leather jacket. Oh, then he was
2: jeans the... and shaking his butt right into the camera. Yeah. yeah the boots.
0: Oh, going man. to dirty movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing things. Doing so, some stuff. Yep.
1: We're going to get into dirty movies as part of this because we're renting oh. movies. Well, now stuff. I'm interested for yeah. the first
0: time in, standby, 16 minutes and four seconds.
1: Wow, we're in that <laughs> long. This is fun. So there are differing stories on this, but um, some say Reed Hastings chose to get in the rental biz because Blockbuster was, was the only game in town. Yeah, they would slap like late fees. Right. You remember having oh, late yeah. fees? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, and and I don't know. I'm someone who can get a little overwhelmed with that. Like it can huh. be the third day. And I'm like, ah, I, I, I don't even want to show up the fourth day to pay that. I, I'm not in the mood. Funny, yeah. So it might take a week. I've got this kind of phobia, I think, for that. Like a library can be that way. They slapped a $40 late fee on something that his daughter, his little daughter, yeah. had rented. And he's like, you son of a blockbuster, you know? I will be,
0: crush you corporately yeah. with lawyers.
1: So, and and <laughs> and and then you would think, well, you know, why did Blockbuster need to do this? Well, that was a key element to their bottom line. I mean, like, a key element, like 20% of their profit came fees. from late fees.
0: Wow. You know, a bank's, uh, I'm going to feel relevant for a moment. Please. Can we all celebrate this? Banks make billions of dollars a year on overdraft fees. So they make ah. a significant portion, or they have of the past, last few years, on you making a mistake, not on their core services, right? So it's right. same thing. It's I mean, brilliant.
2: Okay, That's funny because I, oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. I always, I, I always uh, when I've had that happen, it's like I feel guilty, like apologetic towards the bank, Yeah, where I should have an attitude more like, you're welcome. For that, yeah. extra, for that little extra cash, it's usually you did a, nothing for
0: like a thousand percent rate of return uh, on on that that loan. So they loan you the money to cover it, right? But based on like, let's say you bought uh, a cup of coffee and it ended up being thirty six dollar overdraft fee. It's yeah, thousands of percent a uh, uh, rate for wow. that loan. Yeah,
2: very. Yeah, I had no idea that was such a part of their profit margin.
1: Um,
0: did you just get a call from God? What was that?
1: Yeah, I got that a, a very. I thought I had uh, hit that, but I guess I didn't. Um, now I've never heard that on the time suck where I heard your phone go off. Has that happened? And you had to edit that. Uh, out?
2: yeah, I don't know if it has. If it has happened once or twice, and yes, one time, and I can't remember if we edited it or not. Uh, my phone, I, I, it was on do not disturb, but then I said something that sounded remarkably like, like I'm, I, I want to quiet my phone even now. Like, hey Siri.
1: Oh. And my phone
2: was like, Whoa, what, what, what? It oh, Perked yeah. right <laughs> up, and then I was like, Uh. Been what, wait, Been
0: waiting. Yes. Been waiting. yes go, yeah, please. I'm go here. Go you haven't yeah. talked to
1: me in three months. Yeah. Go ahead. Has, has 72 degrees. Has Siri ever jumped in and corrected you on some of your information? That no, you that'd be hilarious, though.
2: Top? She just couldn't Is, help us. I'm sorry. I know you didn't ask for me, but actually it was 1872, not 1873.
1: Thank you. We're not even recording right now. That was a subtle, like, uh, I just desperately want to impact that into your podcast. I thought this would be a, a great... Okay, so Netflix yeah. bought and Blockbuster start, but Netflix, early biz model... You know, they have to do the DVD because they can't do the uh, VHS. Yeah. And uh, do you know what a, a DVD player kind of came out about the same time, 1997, 98? They were at least, they were producing them. Toshiba, I believe, was the first company that even produced them. It was nearly $1,000 to own a DVD player. Wow. When and they what? first came out. Not kidding. So then you're like, well, where's the business model in this? How Who's going to buy the CD? Oh, I just paid all this money for a Laserdisc. Right. Right. So the, the DVD... It was, they, it was, they, it really was going to be a niche audience, but they were convinced that DVDs, Reed, you know, and Andrew Ridgely yeah. together were trying to decide. And they were convinced that, oh, okay, DVD, it's going to happen. So we're going to get in early. We're going to build the, the model for it. And um, that's where we get to... Um, Trying to find it, boy. Do you do that when you're on the show? Like where you're, like I, I, have,
2: from? I have it different. I have it's all on a, on a monitor. It's all like, uh, yeah. It's um, I'm looking at. I wish we had monitor. computers in this room. I'm scrolling. I like the three. I like. I like your very like a college. Very like it reminds me when I was in college. You it know, feels very like
1: a 21 year old giving a speech instead of a <laughs> professional show.
0: I, I feel like it comes off as though you're studying for a spelling bee that you're not going to win. <laughs> Flashcards, yeah. It's like, uh, I don't know this one, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know this one.
1: Like, I, I walk in the room, and everyone um, at the uh, but me is from India, and I know yeah. I'm not going to win that spelling bee. Name and if that seems Scott. racist, what I'm trying to tell you is, is that uh, my uh, Irish English people like me have no chance versus the intelligence and effort and work that somebody. They I, probably initially came I, from India. I wouldn't think program.
2: that'd be racist for anyone who's ever seen a spelling bee in the last no, ten years. No. Where it's like, oh, okay, yeah. Got to uh, cover everything, man. The, right, right. Americans are. Have not, There'll be footnotes uh, at the be, end where I covered, dominating yeah, lately. Yeah, yeah, we're
1: gonna cover. Well, that I,
2: that. I shouldn't say I sh- Caucasians because Caucasian. a lot of the kids yeah. are Americans. Caucasians, they're not from India. Yeah. Uh, so you had to yes. do that check. Well, I want to be. Yeah, I want to be factual. I want to be right. factual. Yes.
1: Yeah, spelling bees are cricket. We're not gonna compete.
2: Glad I brought that up. Okay.
1: So. Would, would you rent it online, you get a sleeve, a DVD, it's six bucks. Okay. And basically it was just hipsters and early adopters, but it wasn't working that well. Yeah. By 2000, Netflix realizes we got to step up our game to make this work. So they had the first like unlimited DVD subscription per month. It was $20. Yeah. And you're like, well, how does that work? I mean, how would they even able for that? And how are they going to get people to send the DVDs right. back? You only get one at a time. Yep. So you, you maybe could, we could, you could feasibly rent probably 10 a month. Right. Yeah. And people would do that. And uh, people like my wife was like, well, how did they guarantee that people would get it back to you? Well, they were the only game in town. Right. I was playing like, I used to have a gambling problem. And really? People, yeah. Uh, yeah. And people used to think, uh, oh, well, the bookie are going to break your legs if you don't pay them They don't do that. They know that. You're desperate to put that to, yeah. bet down. So until you pay them off, they don't let you. They don't let you, and they tell their yeah. other guys around the town uh-huh. that are bookies don't take his money. He owes me money, right? So <sighs> that, that, that's kind of the same model. It's it's a deal where you're just so desperate, you gotta you gotta oh you know you're you know make it a vein so you can get that next gamble down or get yeah. your next DVD. So. I
2: remember having the queue, you know, I had it oh, all yeah. selected, you know, the queue. And then I remember having like some panic moments where you, you watch it and then you put it back together and you get ready to mail it. But then maybe you set it off somewhere. You don't normally set it. And then that panic thing. I'm like, I got I, I, I gotta find it. I can't, I, I can't get, you know, I, there's no way I can watch, you know, uh, uh, Braveheart, you know, and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> until I send back, you know, uh, Perfect out chance. of Africa or whatever, you know.
0: And maybe you're not in the mood to be motivated to kill people, so you're not going to watch Braveheart. Like right. you don't have a flag football game that day, so you don't need to watch the opening scene. Maybe you're heading to your right. daughter's ballet competition, and if you watch Braveheart going into that moment, you're going to embarrass the family. It's too much intensity? Yeah. You bring yeah, up a
1: good point because you know we just we live in this age of instant gratification where totally. you're like, oh, five minutes into this, I don't like that. I'm moving on.
0: Mail it back. <laughs> wait and two weeks wait to wait, get it. You know it was <laughs> not happening.
1: Suppose. It was not <laughs> happening. You have you were like. Damn it! This uh, short circuit two is not what I was <laughs> expecting, but okay, I'll buy into it. Johnny Five alive. <laughs>
0: but I mean, to your point, like now, if I'm watching Netflix streaming, I start six movies yeah. in the span of 25 minutes mm-hmm. to decide what I want to watch. Right? right.
2: Yeah. Well, then that becomes that paralysis of choice thing where I can't sure. believe like there's there's so much content out there that my wife and I like was like, okay, we gotta get to bed by you know X time. So we got to start watching a movie now. Yep. We've had this argument so many times. I'm like, all right, let's pick something. Uh, I don't know. Okay. And, and then it becomes this argument. I'm like, well, now we don't even have time to watch the whole movie. And it's like, well, I just, I don't know if that's good. It's because like, there's so, you're always thinking, well, what if the other thing is better? What if this is better? And after all that, I usually pick a crappy movie. Dan, this
1: sounds like the opposite of Netflix and chill. Right. Yeah. It's Netflix and argue. Yeah. It's like uh, you're creating, what's the opposite of chill? Oh.
2: Net- Netflix, Netflix and tension.
1: <laughs> tension, fury. Okay. So. This is the moment where it all happens. This is the big year. It's year 2000. Poor Netflix is losing like 50 million dollars this year because they they went into the subscription thing, so they got on the map. Yeah. But it's not a feasible. They had to get way more subscribers to make this work because it was just too expensive the way they were doing it. And They saw Blockbuster, and they knew Blockbuster wasn't looking into the future. They were living the perfect life for that moment. Yeah. And Netflix, of course, is this small little company that's like five, ten people that work there. And Blockbuster had made a ton of money with John Antioch when he uh, uh, put them public. And they, they, they took in like $500 million or whatever. So... Reed Hastings and Mark Randolph and this other dude, they have no money. They they, uh, they get a meeting to go to Dallas, where Blockbuster is located, the headquarters with John Antioch. They come in, and um, I'm going to have uh, Peter, you're going to play oh. the part of— um, I
0: did a little summer stock, so this should be good.
1: <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Yeah,
0: this should be fine.
1: And you, uh, you will be the character Reed— Hastings. Is he
0: Australian? Or he just sounds like an so Australian guy. He name. does
1: sound like maybe something that yeah. would be in a Harlequin romance novel. Like yeah. his name mm. would Here, be Reed un- Hastings. Hastings. Yeah, un- unbutton that shirt. Oh, okay. Thank you. Ooh, there we go. Yeah. Okay, button Very
0: pacey. Softer than table butter. Softer yeah. than table butter.
1: Okay, so Reed is going to uh, walk in. And um, oh. I'm going to be playing the part of blockbuster uh, CEO John Antioch. My chair is up much higher yeah. than, than Reed who sits down. Go ahead, Reed.
0: We should join forces. We will run the online. He's a nerd.
1: I don't know if you know oh, that Reed okay. is a nerd. I know he sounds like he shouldn't be, but Reed is.
0: I'm one. not into stereotypes.
1: Okay, thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we should join forces. You know, here's the thing, um, Antioch. We will run the online part. You focus on the stores. Oh, yeah. And uh, the whole will be greater than, than two parts.
1: Okay. Um, you know this .dot com hysteria is totally overblown. It's 2000. I don't know if you've seen uh, .pet .dot is not worked out. Priceline went from eighty dollars to five. You are hemorrhaging money. From what I've uh, learned from my accountants, you lost fifty-seven million in the past year. Your business model is not sustainable. Read, and will never make money. Now. Uh, Okay. I put that out there to you. Okay. I know that's
0: hard to hear. It is tough to hear. I've, I've put my heart and soul into this (laughs) and I. Shut
1: up. I'm the, I'm, you're, you're coming for me. Okay. Let's say blockbuster was to buy you Netflix. Let's just, you know, what's your number, man?
0: 50 million.
1: (laughs) High fructose corn syrup. You know, I'll just put it out to you right now. This is insane. Uh, I like your chutzpah. I I will say that. I know your idea, you, you know, they, you sent the thing, the email, which, you know, we're just into email now. Sure. Your idea was you were going to take over our online and then we would run the stores. I mean, I got to say things are going good for me. I'm on the cover of many business magazines and, uh, I used to run Circle K and Taco Bell. Wow. Um, That's mild. Yeah, well. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> very sorry. Okay, so, sorry. and uh, okay, we're going to have to do that take about six more times to get it right. Maybe the next episode we'll get it
0: back. 50 million bucks. Yep. And, and the guy said no.
1: Of course he did. He actually, wow. uh, according to Mark Randolph, Andrew Ridgely, who was not allowed to talk, he just kind of maybe every once in a while would kind of do a dance move, like in the back of Reed Hastings. <laughs> yeah, it is. Kind of like what he did with Wham! he said that when Antioch heard it, he laughed. Like he, could, he was suppressing laughter in oh. his, uh, yeah. Wow. So, so that's where things are at, at that time. And if you think over, this is known now, as like one of those great moments of where they had a chance yeah. to run the world blockbuster, yeah. and they failed, it's an epic fail. It's like one of those where IBM could have had Apple and Apple could add somebody else. I can't remember. And they've all had opportunities, yeah. you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to give Antioch some credit. Okay. He's looking at them as practically nothing. He doesn't see the broadband. It's going to take eight years before broadband and streaming really take over. He looks at his bottom line. He's got his shareholders that he has to talk to. Is he going to spend all the money and all that to, to look term? He just gets killed by every business class now, Antioch. But for the next few years, their stock just keeps going up and up. They've got like 9,000 employees. They just are destroying everybody that's in their way. But by 2004, Netflix really – they got some money from a couple um, angel investors or whatever.
0: Sure, dead people.
1: Is that what they're called?
0: Yeah, I'm a financial (laughs) guy. That's what it means. It's like Michael Landon's estate. Explain this. <laughs> no, I love that. Thank you. Well, I'd like High to Highway to Heaven?
2: That was yeah.
0: That was, I watched that show I way more than I'd like to admit.
2: I watched it. Too. I mean, I, you know, you know, I fell in love with him in Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. I grew up with him. Yeah. yeah. He, he was one of those stars that had that, that appeal.
1: Just, he seems like a
0: nice guy. Totally. What a good dad. Why,
1: why yeah. wouldn't he be? Did, his hair? Ah. As Pete and I, we, we, we will discuss hair yeah. sometimes on I'm, these shows. Um, wasn't he on Bonanza, too? Yes, he was he, a young man. Yes, yeah. you know, he had the most mm-hmm. amazing hair Possibly of any human being. Yeah. I mean, his hair was just crazy.
0: He looked like he could snuggle well. Yeah. Like he would hug you and embrace you. Like now, as men, yeah. we hug a lot more than yeah. they did back in the day. He was ahead like, of his time on that.
1: I yeah. bet he could. I feel the like he would pull you into like those packs.
2: I bet if you broke down and cried, and like he, like he would pull you into his shoulder and yeah. kind of tap in your back mm. and not
0: make you feel weird about it later. Smell like Stetson.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Was there was there ever a guy who? Was underachieving with his wife on his show more than on Little House on the Prairie.
0: I'm just trying to think what she looked like now. She was very,
1: very plain. Um, <laughs>
0: um wow. I know
1: it's part of the time, but you know, you think of like all those sitcoms that CBS oh, right. has, where now there's like, conversed. you know, it's always the reverse. Yeah. Even Bob Newhart and all his wives oh, were always yeah. much hotter. And he was just like, I mean, you would have thought, you know, he was like Harry Styles or something. You know, yeah. That you would have figured that he was going to do a lot better, but.
2: Which it, made him even nicer, made him
1: even more. Oh, uh, women loved him even more. Yeah,
2: look at this great guy, and then and then I wonder if that was intentional because they're like, well, then I I could have a Michael Landon, I could be that pioneer
0: wife. Dude, she made the best butter though. She did. <laughs> I mean, which she, was a big deal back then when you could oh. just buy it. Oh my god, she was strong in the shoulders.
1: Can, can I put a theory out? And that that was important. Yeah. yeah. In 1840 or 1850, and you're in Minnesota, in mm-hmm. Iowa, and South Dakota, and that's where Laura Ingalls Wilder was at. Yeah. Um, it was vitally important to be able to just get the work done. Yeah. And there wasn't another woman within 20 miles of him. And it would right. have taken him a day to even see another woman.
2: Yeah. So
0: that's a really good point.
1: Yeah, that's
2: back then when people got married via the mail without ever meeting. It was right. like you'd put out an ad: wife died, right? Need new wife. Yeah,
0: there was no infidelity. It couldn't. There have been. really wasn't much. Was no much options. harder. Much yeah. harder to do.
1: Yeah, if you lived in a rural, you know, like now the cities were just a cesspool mm. of uh, a vice. <laughs> Yeah, Vice, yeah. Yeah. It was just, I mean, they're really, you think about Two Americas? Yeah, yeah, it really was. Oh my gosh, in 1850 there was Two Americas and they couldn't yeah. have been farther apart. And you can't
2: sneak back, like if you're out late in the country, the horses are going to make all the noise, Oh, the rickety it's wagon.
1: It's dark. There was not Sorry. a light for, yeah. for Miles.
0: Uh-uh. And you too can see season one of Little House on the Prairie on Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank you. Or it
2: could
0: be
1: on Amazon.
2: You well, think that, that's the whole thing with the content wars. That, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to derail things. No. I know on the focus. But we we hate to new, do that. There's a whole new Netflix situation happening now.
0: Oh yeah, big time. It's mm-hmm. like w- we cut the, co- the cord or cut the cable or whatever, but now we have like nine online services. So and more big players gonna join the no. market. Yeah, that's the whole thing.
1: Now, as a as, uh, somebody who uh, counsels people on their finances, Pete, what would? How do you suggest them to handle? This uh, cord-cutting phobias and there, there's all these. Have you, have you, have you gotten into that? That seems like a very modern problem, but people think they're mm-hmm. saving money and maybe they're not because they have now nine streaming services. Well, yeah,
2: because you can all the card it. but then, yeah. but then if you, maybe if you don't add them all up, you're like, oh, it's nine bucks. Oh, it's ten bucks. Oh, it's nine bucks.
0: Yeah, we so we have this new cat. I feel like I'm doing work now. Thanks, so Scott. I... Well, well, there's this new category of spending called new necessities, right? And it's mm-hmm. like our smartphones. And yeah. so there's 250 to $300 a month per household of expenses that did not exist 25 years ago.
1: Okay, repeat that again. How much?
0: 250 to $300 a month yeah. worth of expenses that our parents, when they counsel us about how much we suck with money, they don't understand. Coffee yeah. is uh, uh, one of those categories. And so uh, it's, a, it's a cultural adjustment. I mean, I could go on for decades about this topic.
1: (laughs) Uh, Google Pete, and he's got a a great podcast uh, that, you know, is like from beginning to end, there's a purpose, there's a focus. That's not what we do here.
0: What an endorsement. Yeah. I feel good.
1: Okay, I think there's, uh, we have our first um, ad. Oh. I didn't even tell you this, Pete.
0: Oh, we have a sponsor?
1: Yeah, I want you to start the sponsor out. Okay. Go ahead and say we got a...
0: Oh, uh, now a word. From our sponsor.
1: Hi, I'm a comedian, Scott Long. I do a corporate events and, um, podcasting is a very rich, uh, pain industry. There's no doubt about it. I'm sitting across from a man, uh, time, t- time suck. Is that what it's mm-hmm. called? Uh, how many episodes have you done?
2: 180 some.
1: Yeah. 180 episodes. Each of them, uh, paid what? $30,000. You said a piece. They could, they, they paid you out so far?
2: Yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. Okay. At least.
1: Okay. So he's a billionaire well, at this point.
2: This a bazillionaire.
1: Yeah. And uh, I am not. And uh, this is our third episode. You've, you've heard the first two if you haven't. Um, I don't know if you want to even do that. But if you do, you know that this cannot go on very much longer. Pete's starting to lose interest. What's he, that now? <laughs> I'm just staring at pictures of the mom from Little House in the Prairie. <laughs> hey, this is, my, this is my commercial. If Shh.
0: you squint. Please. It's like a... Kate Middleton, nope. nope. Gary Middleton, I'm sorry.
1: Yes. go ahead. Uh, go to ScottComedy.com to uh, learn more. I do uh, corporate events. I do fundraisers. Uh, last year, I did a show, speaking a little house in the prairie, kind of similar. Did a show for an Amish business, and this summer, I did a show for a nudist resort. Wow! All in the same like eight month period, hmm. and I will just tell you when people are more curious about the nudist, probably. Dan's more curious about the Amish sure. because you're like, that seems scarier than the nudist by I, far, right? I immediately wondered if
2: you got to have a microphone.
1: No microphone.
0: Wow. No
1: microphone. The man did um, start off the show, the The father of the yeah. operation. A lot of kids there. Never seen a man, I believe, that or a person, a lot of them, that wasn't the, Amish.
2: Right, probably never seen a man that wasn't wearing a hat.
1: I was wearing a hat. I was oh. wearing the Dan Cummins oh, nice. hat. Oh, you've uh, got your own hats. Yeah, Dan has his own hats. <laughs> wow. Someday, if I had hair like that, I would never wear a hat. Some, some dream. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, he played harmonica, and his wife played uh, sang Silent Night, and then I went up on stage. Which was their basement? Oh, okay.
2: I, right. I
0: would. I know we're in the midst of a commercial, but I would love. <laughs> I would love to tell our stories of the worst. The time that someone brought you to stage in oh. the worst possible way. I think we have to all go around and no, give our worst that. story. You want to do it?
1: Yeah, let's please.
0: All right, I'll go first. Let's okay. give okay. you some time. We're here. almost done with this, by the way. So I uh, was going to give a financial workshop to a group of about 300 people, and uh, the CEO of the corporation went up to a small group and. Uh, He said, uh, uh, some of you noticed that Helen um, was not here this week. Oh, no. And um, just talked to her husband. She has stage four Uh. ovarian cancer, and um, it was was pretty tough news. But as promised, we have our financial wellness (laughs) workshop with... Peter Dunn, oh uh, Pete God. is a former comedian and USA Today columnist. Please give it up for Peter. Guys, it was.
1: That's rough. People, Where was this at? I can't tell you. Okay.
0: I can't tell you. Yeah. But okay. it was it was awful. It was awful. And it, it, so, I, of course, I don't know why I thought of this. I was like, let's do this. Let's take five minutes. Let's take five minutes. That we'll was come smart. back. I'm a professional. Oh, t- yes. Uh, Great. But you can't do that on stage when some. No, you
1: could. Could you? Yeah, I mean you can't. A, like think a, you can, Like, you I mean, not at a, a comedy club would never have that issue. But if you did, <laughs> yeah, like at a corporate event or a bad way. one-nighter, maybe you could do that. Okay, so yeah. uh, Dan Cummins of Time Suck, let's hear your. You know, I'm trying to. I mean, I've
2: had plenty of awkward, weird intros at colleges. You know, oh, oh, noon yeah. gig where they like read off a one-page long, <laughs> like in a <laughs> monotone, and it's like, oh, it's the worst. But then, randomly, like the, the the worst, I guess, act I had to follow or whatever was uh, at a big uh, again in the college years, but like a big booking conference where it was in Zach the Zach Brown Band. Oh. It was the height of their big hit, uh, Chicken Fried. Sure. And I, but I was I didn't know the song yet. Uh, I found out about it later. But you know, usually you're just following somebody kind of at your level, a little bit more unknown. Sure. And at that point, I went to that conference. I had just done some comedy central stuff, thinking that I would be maybe a little bit on the more known. Uh, no. Uh, I hear the crowd going berserk because usually at these college conferences, don't see somebody who's legitimately like kind of in the middle of the zeitgeist as far as like fame rising right, like, right that moment. They, know they shouldn't this song. have been there. No, it, it, they'd you, gotten booked. They got before. booked a long time yeah. ago. They honored their contract. You know that they, I could tell the guys didn't want to be there. I didn't know who they were, but I got this vibe of like these guys being like, "Ugh." They go. It, they mert. People are just uh, coming mm. uh, in front of the stage, which is not normal for one of these things. Usually they're in their seats taking notes. I mean, it's like pandemonium. And then and then the guy offers no buffer. So the so the band's oh. breaking down and they're like, and now next we have comedian Dan Cummins. And so as I walk out of the stage, everybody is vacating the area, still like hyped about Zach <laughs> yeah. Brown. And it was just, oh, he's terrible. It would be
1: terrible. like if you were following Jim Carrey and Robin Williams doing their first improv together. Oh,
2: right, right. Yeah. And you and, and it was regimented. You couldn't take a break and there's a, there's literally a clock on stage. It's like they're very structured. So it's like, well, I gotta do my fifteen minutes. Okay, Ooh. so the
1: the I I did a fundraiser about eight years ago, and uh, I was not told by the booking agent who the group was for. And I get there, and speaking of angels, this was a group that helps um, unwed mothers to not have abortions. Okay, okay? okay. which is not sure. a it's not a, a really good comedy audience.
2: Right, that's usually not a group that you think about like likes a raucous, good no. I- irreverent time.
1: And but but I'm like okay you know what? I'm a pro. I'm not happy that I was not told about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't have taken the show without more money. You know, then, then I'm just thinking about the money. <laughs> now you're mad. I'm mad about the money. Yeah, I guess I I'm do not that. right. Know. Okay. So, um, the man, uh, the clergyman who brought me up, uh, said, uh, before I bring up the comedian, I want to mention, uh, I want to give a prayer. Dear Lord. Um, Thank you again. You're a kind Lord. Um, I know you're up in heaven right now taking care of the three million babies that have been needlessly and painfully killed. Right. Through uh, Planned Parenthood and all the abortion clinics. Um, so please stay overwatch over our beautiful angel babies. Your comedian tonight... <laughs> <laughs> so that 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 so, one's oh. up there. So
2: that that's that's not one where you open with. You know what the best thing about dead babies is the taste. Am I right? No, come on, I come on, everybody. I like, did, I yeah. did, didn't
1: do a blender joke. You know, oh like my God, be,
2: all those horrible old jokes. Yeah, those
1: the like they would get in a joke book.
2: Right, and, right. Uh, Playground no,
1: jokes. Right. And oh. uh, um, and only half of what he had said was in my intro, which really was that made, it was just maddening. You know, I had the part. hilarious. Okay, so Netflix. Let's let's get back to that. We're oh, yeah. we're almost done here. Hold on, people.
0: I can't wait to tell you the current valuation as of market closed 12 minutes ago. That's Please. why you're glad in your financial <laughs> office.
1: Okay, that's awesome.
0: We'll, we'll, we'll end with that.
1: We're evergreen, though. I don't know. This show is not about...
0: So that did not help in 12 minutes ago, just so you know. Okay. It was 13.
1: Netflix, let's think about the advantages that Netflix might have had, okay? Well, first off, they might have a little lower cost, right? Because they're not a brick-and-mortar yeah. uh, store. Yeah. Brick-and-mortar. Instead of renting the videos, uh, they were offering subscriptions. Their deal was, we don't have to do the late fee thing that makes people furious. Right. It's like, I am never going to Blockbuster again. I'm going across the street to Hollywood. And then they charge me the same. I'm going back to Blockbuster. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, there was that option. And they never got the late fees, which just make you furious, like you get ripped off. And... Um, Basically, all they had to do was the delivery was it. That was the only thing that you had to wait on. So there was always going to be people that were going to uh, not jump in on that. By 2004, Blockbuster realizes, wait a minute, we got to get into this because we can see the future. We do realize that broadband is going to happen. And at least we need to be online. So they go online. They have a subscription service. But Netflix is like six years ahead of them. And at the same time, who jumps in? Walmart jumps in with their own subscription service at the same time as Blockbuster. So they're banging heads with each other, these big, you know, you know, Goliaths. And uh, Netflix just keeps doing their thing and their fans, people were like, really, Netflix is like more fun. And, you know, and they they give you good suggestions and things like that. So... By uh, 2005, Antioch, who's the company still doing well, he's like, we have got to really invest heavy into the future. He sees it. He's four years late. Yeah. But um, and we got to quit the the, uh, late fees because there's other video companies now that have stopped the late fees. And a lot of people are going to them and we're losing market share. Yeah. And uh, some of the investors are like, well, that's going to cost like four hundred million dollars of our profit for just this year. There's a guy named Carl Icahn. You've heard of Carl? <laughs> yes, of course. Um, t- t- ten seconds on him. Uh, give me an
0: Carl idea. Carl Icahn is uh, a famous investor. In recent years, he's more of uh, what you call a
1: uh, was he a corporate raider? Uh,
0: yeah, a- absolutely. A philanthropist too, but they always say that when they do terrible things, <laughs> right. and also say, but you know, here's the thing: I have a museum. <laughs> Uh, but sort of an activist investor, gets right. an, a, a muckraker, if you will.
1: And he was like, uh, no, this ain't, this ain't happening. And he ended up getting 51% of the company, not because of how much he owned. He got the board.
0: Of Netflix or blockbuster? A blockbuster. Okay, okay, okay.
1: No, so. Netflix still. Oh, yeah, okay. I was like, I'm oh, sorry, that I'm, sense co- I'm confusing.
0: No, I was just you dropped the antecedent, and you know, as a, my wife's an English Ooh, teacher, so nice. I'm just sort of pissed antecedent. about
1: that. Yeah, you don't hear that thrown around a lot. No, no, not on time. Suck.
0: Our relationship.
1: <laughs> so at this point, um, they're battling, and he decides Icon gets enough of the board, and he boots Antioch to the curb. The next guy comes in. I don't even know his name. His first big move. Is we're gonna bring the late fees back. Uh-huh. Ah. Yep. We're gonna, we're, you know, it's just about the short term. And then he's like, we got a lot of money still, because they're still doing pretty well. It's 2007. Let's buy Circuit City. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. His big idea is you know what? these circuit city, we need to get into that business. They're kind oh of struggling, God. but if with the money that we can put out and our blockbuster ways and, uh, they actually don't, but it, it didn't get approved through, but They tried, but that was that guy's first big move. Wow. Antioch who people now discuss in Harvard business law classes and probably anywhere else as this huge failure made some mistakes, but he did a lot of good things. Um, and uh, Antioch, I don't know where you're at, but you should be giving me some money. Someone's saying something positive about he's you. trying to bring back Radio Shack right now,
0: he doesn't have <laughs> any money, yeah, exactly.
1: So, streaming happens in 2007, but it's not very good. The streaming initially, did were you streaming something in 2007? You were not, no, because the bandwidth
2: wasn't there, it, wasn't so it was there. too glitchy, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, and, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> pixelated,
1: right? Yeah. Um, and Really, Netflix didn't truly take off on this massive global scale. But once again, there's another huge plus. Blockbuster couldn't be a global industry. They still had all these brick and mortar stores. Yeah, tied to them. Yeah, whereas they're online, Netflix, they can do whatever they want. So they become this global, um, you know, like I said, just this the the biggest player in it. And the first show that really connected. Do you remember what the show was that? Drove a lot of people to Netflix. Oh man! Oh man! The first one. All I can
0: think of is House of Cards. That's it.
1: Oh yeah! I've
0: never been right. Wow! Until that's, this right. Moment. that's right. That's right. I've never right.
1: we high hype. five? I don't know if they I can remember that.
2: the hype around that. Yeah. It was like what? That's Netflix's own show. They took a guy like yes. Kevin
0: Spacey, who's an upstanding citizen, and they said, well, "Let's <laughs> let's ride this guy." Yeah, I think the wine no, scenes, he scenes said were part let, of this. Let's and, ride this yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Go
1: ahead. <laughs> now here here was the deal: Reed Hastings, who's still is his genius guy. He, uh, is a, he was an engineer, and he's an analytics guy, and he took all the info. And they realized that the House of Cards British version had always done well on Netflix. So they're like, we have this Smart. property. Yeah. Okay, Kevin Spacey movies kick ass on our Netflix. Yeah,
2: Usual Suspects.
1: All yeah, those yeah, mo- all those, almost yeah. all of them, even ones that were not popular, did mm. well there. And David Fincher movies do great. So let's bring them all three together. Yeah. And there and if the show would have sucked, it wouldn't have worked. Right. But then you add that. So there's that's why he uh, signed up Adam Sandler to that huge contract, because Adam Sandler movies crush on Netflix. Yeah. And if you're a parent and you have a nine-year-old. Yeah. And you're like, I can't watch almost anything with these kids. You know what? Billy Madison. <laughs> I can watch that. And then I can watch... Uh, you know the golf one Captain Gilmore Captain Gilmore and yeah. they they're not genius movies but they're fun right right and you you can watch them with your kids yeah so the last thing i want to talk about on this uh, this is a great podcast
0: <laughs> I, you know the the common element in the other ones we did was you and me but the new addition is is dan so i yeah. think that might be I don't think future. I've
2: contributed much. I, I pipe in here and there. I just it's, feel it's, it's, like you it's,
1: it's bring a, a sense of confidence when it comes to podcasting. Okay,
0: Gravitas. Ah,
1: Ooh, nice. yeah.
0: thank you. No, I have a word of the day calendar.
1: <laughs> yeah, you used two of them.
0: Yeah, um,
1: antecedent. Yeah, I've right? it twice. Gravitas. So, and muckraker. I did. That
2: one didn't go unnoticed as well.
1: I believe you probably used a muckraker. I used muckraker,
2: muckra- but but, but yeah. the not. real common no no not
1: just only if you didn't have time suck you would never use the word muckraker but there's a lot of muckrakers in some of your stories right 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 yep some historical
0: ones i have an audible account nice i do too
1: that would be a good sponsor you have them
2: right i've had them they i was a little risque for them oh really Mm. yeah but uh they came back recently i get them from time to time
1: okay interesting speaking of risque the one video store that still exists is what? Family, family video. video. And you're like, how the hell are these Family yeah. Video around? They're called Family Video, but they got the old school uh, swinging room. doors in the back.
2: No way. The I don't know
1: if I knew that. I did they not do. know that. Most of the stores do, even in the Get small out towns. out here. Wow. And uh, so I'm reading this story about it. Who's I'm, Who's still getting porn that way, by the way? Well, I'll tell you. Okay.
0: Wait, not you, young you people you said that pretty quick yeah.
1: uh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell
0: you here's my card check it out punch card
1: so the first time next one's free this the, the, back in college in 1985 and 86 and I used to go to a place called That's Rentertainment and oh, you, yeah hot. it was uh, in Iowa City That's amazing. and you would rent you could rent records and then uh, then put them on a cassette and listen and then you, you know and burn burn records yeah. it was awesome and for a dollar and then they would rent movies, but how to rent the movie, they had them all in the back. So you had to tell them the titles of the movies, including the porn oh boy. to like in front of everybody, like, I'll, you know, I'm uh, little mermaid and sphincters list, you know, something like that. Yeah. So that was, uh, um, that was what was going on. Now family video, uh, is around. There's a lot of older gentlemen. It's part of the ritual. Oh. That they the, like... The pervs, old pervs. Ah. It's kind of a buildup. Interesting. It's a buildup. My grandfather oh. used to go to the local video store in town that had adult movies. Yeah. And he was like a church deacon, but he had these problems. You know, he was sure. like Pastor Terry. Yep. And uh, he had his demons. And uh, he's like, every time I seem to go to the video store and rent one of those adult movies, Norma Sharp's there, and I swear to God, she sees me in there, and it's very uncomfortable. And I know she's telling people to church. but the, and, and I'm, wow. I'm telling the story. It's
0: a great story.
1: From the young people. My uh, and uh, we're, we're so close to wrapping up. <laughs> um,
0: Dan's like, my show started 10 minutes ago. No,
1: oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, I've got the people from uh, the angel group that are going to be introducing me at the Helium Comedy Club. Dan Cummins dot what? TV. Dot TV. Oh. That didn't work out, did
2: it? No, I wanted dot com. Uh, Kentucky Car Dealership. Very uh, early adopter of everything online. They took everything.
1: I have an accountant group called ScottLong. Oh, perfect.com that, that I never gotten it. So I've been Scott Comedy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. TV Time suck. So we've got the family video. Yeah. Redbox.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They mm-hmm. still
1: exist, mm-hmm. too. Who started Redbox. McDonald's. That was where the first McDonald's? Red Boxes huh. uh, happened. <laughs> no, come on now. Easy. He can, <laughs> hey, Sorry. Box. that's the that was, first that joke. Ju- great. Pete what? is a ginger. So you know. can get away so, with that no, joke No, it's totally.
0: like, yeah, it's a thing. I can do it. i right, he He's allowed. He's allowed. I can't ginger do it. American. You
1: can do it. Ginger Americans can't.
0: No, I feel bad that I made that joke. Yeah, it's a great joke.
1: It's a solid joke. I thought about it, but I was like, ah, people probably wouldn't like that I was going that
0: direction. I'm so excited to give the valuation of Netflix. I just point to me when it's time.
1: Okay. Redbox would have two boxes. They'd have the movies, and then they'd have like shampoo, twins, and like toothbrushes, huh? and probably adult novelties. I don't think they had them at McDonald's. That, yeah. that part I made yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they, but like, I don't know, uh, you know, McJoy Jelly and a Mc, that's what a comedian like from the 90s would have done. Or McJoy 80s. Jelly? But, but, yeah, yeah. Mc in front yeah, of whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, then, you know, the McRabbit. Right, buzzword, right, right, right. You know, whatever, you know. So, but yeah, and then that didn't work, but the Redbox did. And who bought Redbox in the in the uh, 2008 or 9? I don't know. I, I don't have three people helping me out with this show. Um, Coinstar.
0: Ah. Oh, yeah. So
1: like when you're at the grocery store right. and you see a red box and then you see a coin star. Same right company. Next, same guy can come in and take care of both same of them. Same technician. Genius, at, huh? And
0: now Netflix is valued at yeah. $115 billion. Wow. And Reed Hastings' personal net worth is $3.4 billion. You'd think it'd be
1: worth more than that.
0: I would, too. But obviously, yeah. they took on Venture Capital, and he got, uh, you know. Yeah. And John Blockbuster is worth $37.
2: Yes, That's exactly right. He's an embarrassment.
0: And it's just, he'd be more, but of all the late fees, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> he's in debt. The, the irony. Yeah. He's just
2: in <laughs> so much late fee debt. Okay, so. And,
0: and that's it. Wow. Well, we've think, really just covered it all. I
1: think we kind of did. And that, well, I think we everybody that ever thought about video.
2: So they had that moment. So they had that moment where they could have went... The, uh, the other direction. And then I remember, I remember Blockbuster Video when it started to go to the streaming thing. It just, it just felt like they're, I remember checking them out mm-hmm. and giving them a chance and they did not invest uh, nearly heavily enough in having the right computer, you know, kind of nerds Make a really slick website that was really easy to use because that's what everything. You know, like you could tell they just didn't see the future quite. They're like, yeah, we'll throw something together. Can you
1: imagine how nerve-wracking it would have been if you were 2004 and things are going pretty well finally for Netflix, yeah. and then you see Blockbuster and Walmart yeah, get into the in. space? <sighs>
0: You'd be freaking out.
1: Yeah, you would be, and you're like, I mean, we could be the best product by far, right. but they could hire everybody. They can hire me. Yeah, yeah. Walmart yeah. could, but they never. They they just couldn't bring the Walmart brand was not a brand that was going to work online. They they don't they don't do as well. Yeah, um, something I failed to mention. Reed Hastings, a big part of why he thought a video was Amazon was doing pretty well at that time, 1997, selling books. Ah. And he's like, we'll be the movie version. Wow, of Amazon. Of Amazon. Hmm. Huh. But that was all, like, I remember in Amazon in 1997 and people were like, well, you should buy stock in that. And And I'm thinking, it's a bookseller. People are going to stop reading books. And I was so far ahead because people did stop reading books, but I didn't think about the other part that they could sell everything else.
2: And now Amazon, I mean, we're going to see what they do to disrupt Netflix because they have cornered the market on just, you know, like basically like uh, having things delivered to your home, various products. There's a company in China that's actually bigger. Yes. I'm blanking on their name. Alibaba. Alibaba. Thank yeah. you. Alibaba. Yeah, but like you know, like for handy every once in a while for one. the for the Western world, you know, mm. like and definitely for North America, and they're, there's I hear whisperings in the entertainment business that they're getting ready to make a big push. I will say already, their original content is amazing. I'm watching Amazon on show Amazon? right now. Yeah, oh, I think it's, it's great. fantastic. Love it's it.
1: Kevin Cosner show. It's so good. I think uh, there's going to be more and more and more of percent that. wise, they hit more than yes. Netflix
2: does. Yes, they just
0: don't. They're, they're not yeah. as buzzworthy. They're not yet uh is it this might work or it might work
1: this might work we this. have come down to this, this might work so that's the podcast um dan how do you feel you feel oh, it's okay? fun
2: I, I like i, I learned a lot right i like it you I learn like it. a
1: lot it's uh it's not what time suck does i didn't want to like try to no, s- no. take the template no
2: but hey there's been plenty of other people who've done deep dives before time like no i like it I, and i like knowing because blockbuster you know, just more late fees. I didn't know that a lot of it was late. It was short-term versus long-term. Because yeah. It's funny. I've talked about that with just a little thing we have where uh, every once in a while somebody working with me will have this idea that could get us a lot more downloads right now, right. but at the expense of uh, believability, uh, it would sacrifice some credibility, and I'm always like, nope, 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 nope. We do not go there. Like That trust will not be broken. It's all about like the long-term trust, and Blockbuster, man, they went, they went for that short-term late-fee money.
1: Well, that's that yeah. issue. Uh, I think that big issue was is that they had shareholders that they had to answer to. Yeah. And, yeah. and they had a corporate raider who was Wall just Street. banging the gong like, uh-uh. No, we're going to do it this way. Pete.
0: That's it for this week's show.
1: Thank you. For, wow. That was a broadcaster voice. You guys, I,
0: I am professional. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm uh dan it's nice to meet you nice to meet you yeah, nice I'm, to meet you you've just picked up a subscriber <laughs> okay <laughs> scott I'm, i have not subscribed <laughs> to our show yet
1: I'm, well since it's not uh, physically up and is a, is a podcast ever physically up i don't think that's it a is. good is it? question mm, no
2: not physically i guess mm. i mean it's pretty deep wow the episodes haven't dropped yet have they're, they're just about released? to drop i feel yeah, like dropping. i've been
1: waiting for the reason for people to jump on board right. dan cummins be involved very helpful Uh, Thanks again, and uh, this might work. Might work?
0: It might.